Welcome to Hubbard Helps, a program that spotlights the people and organizations making a difference in Chicago. Now here's your host, Kara Hernandez. Good morning. Thanks for joining us. Over 65,000 Chicagoans have no place to call home each night, including 16,000 CPS students, many of whom couch surf with friends and family, never having a room of their own to wake up in. Care for Friends is creating lasting change in the lives of those experiencing homelessness by providing food, clothes, and health care programs. With us this morning to talk more about Care for Friends and the work they are doing for people experiencing homelessness is Hope Pavich, the executive director of the organization. Hope, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Good morning, Kara. Thank you so much for having me. How did Care for Friends get started and how has it grown into what it is today? So Care for Friends actually started as a mission of the Church of Our Savior, which is based in Lincoln Park. Uh, In 1968, during the unrest of the Democratic National Convention, the church had opened their doors to people just looking for a safe place to stay and rest. So what started off actually as a one-off kind of offering has now blossomed into this multi-program organization. In 2012, uh, Care for Friends outgrew what the operational capabilities of the church was able to handle. And so that's when it became its own separate 501c3. Although the church is still a really, they're still a very, very strong partner of ours. In 2015, we added a screening clinic. And in 2020, we launched a youth program. So every year, it seems like we're continuing to add on and expand what Care for Friends is. You're the executive director of Care for Friends. What led you to the position you're in today, and what sparked your passion for helping people who are experiencing homelessness? So I started off my career in the Chicago nonprofit sector. I started working with an organization called the Marriott Foundation Bridges from School to Work program. So there I worked as a job coach with low-income Chicago public school students who had cognitive delays and learning disabilities. And then in grad school, I worked with survivors of human trafficking who had been trafficked into horrific labor situations. And with these situations, I saw the impact of being underserved and living in under-resourced areas. So those things really compound any life challenges, particularly financial challenges. And many of the people I worked with were either already experiencing homelessness or just one crisis away from it. If you're working on your health or trying to find and maintain employment, going to school, or really working on any number of things, just imagine trying to do any of that without a safe place to rest at night or a place to call home. You're basically climbing an uphill battle on a mountain of quicksand. So stable housing, from what I see, is really a part of the foundation of a quality of life. And I was just impassioned to work with an organization that was preventing homelessness and an organization that was supporting those who were experiencing it. What do you want listeners to understand about people who experience homelessness? Are there any misconceptions? So first off, it it really is just that. It's a part of someone's experience. It doesn't define who they are by any means. A lot of us, if we see, for instance, a well-dressed stranger on the street, we don't look at them and immediately think, oh, that's a house person. But we do tend to do that with folks who fit a visible unhoused stereotype, and then a lot of other dangerous assumptions can come along with that. I don't walk around introducing myself as housed hope. You know, having housing is just a part of my experience. And many of us are just one medical crisis, one increased tax bill, one rent hike from not being able to afford housing. 
unfortunately, it's a really scary reality. And I invite listeners to just pause and really think about how easy it is to experiencing homelessness or be susceptible to experience homelessness. Some other things, too, that I think are important to think about is that street-based homelessness is often the most visible form, but doubling up or couch surfing is actually the more common form of homelessness and can be just as destructive and sometimes even more so. According to the Chicago Coalition for the Homeless, 75% of those who are experiencing homelessness in Chicago are actually doubling up. For those of us that are wondering, what does that mean? What's double up? It's like um, crashing on someone's couch or just staying with people for a short period of time, but it's not actually your house. When you think about those who are experiencing street-based homelessness, many of those unhoused guests, they have community. They have folks who are looking out for them and, and vice versa. And so in this sense, they actually have a home and the emotional support that can come with it. They just don't have a house, actual physical structure that protects them from the physical elements. And then you compare that to people who are doubling up. They're asking friends, acquaintances, family, anyone, if they can just stay for a night or two. And they're constantly wondering where they can sleep and who they can reach out to. And for those folks, it's, it's really common for them to never feel comfortable and sometimes even be putting themselves in unsafe situations just to get a place to sleep at night. And it's so critical, so critical to find and address those root causes of homelessness. And when you look at it, the lack of affordable housing is the biggest one. If affordable housing is not available, we're just not going to be able to make any strides that we need to eradicate homelessness in the city. Actually, there's another organization that we work with called um, DePaul USA, and they work directly with DePaul students who are experiencing homelessness because that's another thing is that there's a huge housing crisis for college and university students. Um, city colleges, uh, city, Chicago City Colleges, DePaul USA, they're all doing some really amazing work to address homelessness within college. But when people think of homelessness, it's usually just like a really narrow vision of what they see on the street, when in reality, it's, it's such a bigger and more widespread issue than just that. This is Hubbard Helps on Hubbard Radio Chicago. I'm Kara Hernandez. Today, we're joined by Hope Pavage, the executive director of Care for Friends. Care for Friends works towards a future in which access to food, housing, and health care is a right, not a privilege, and safety and wellness are a reality for all. According to your website, careforfriends.org, you offer many programs that serve those who are experiencing homelessness. What are some of the different programs Care for Friends provides and what impacts have they made? So the foundation of Care for Friends is actually our Food for Friends program. On Mondays, Thursdays, and Saturdays, we offer a three-course lunch. So it's an appetizer, the main course, and then the dessert course from 1030 to 1230. So it's during these meals that we really get to know our guests and we're able to establish the trust that's necessary to connect them to the other resources that we offer. We invite community partners, such as the Knight Ministry and Legal Aid Chicago, to attend our meals and provide case management, legal guidance, phone service, and just other critical support to our guests. We also have a screening clinic led by a volunteer doctor, which provides glucose and blood pressure screenings, and a foot care clinic led by a volunteer podiatrist, which just provides basic podiatric care and screening for ill health in other parts of the body. And both of those clinics actually also offer primary care provider referrals so that our guests are not using the emergency room as their primary medical home. And a lot of unhoused guests 
if they don't have a primary care provider, do use that as their main source of medical care. So we're trying to provide them with other more sustainable options through those clinics. And then in 2020, Care for Friends, also as a response to the pandemic, we launched a grocery delivery service for Chicago public school youth and families experiencing food insecurity. We delivered a 25 of the 50 wards in Chicago, most of them on the south and west sides. The goals with these programs with our food, housing, and health support were, were helping to close those critical gap needs so that our guests can direct all of their resources to where they really need them most. And then with our social support program, we offer what we call kind of the intangible. So that's the sense of community, friendly face, someone just to sit down and have a conversation with, or sometimes it's just someone to sit next to them and they feel safe and comfortable just in that presence. On February 17th, Care for Friends will be holding their annual Sleep Out for Homelessness. How did this event come about and what is the goal for the event? And then also how can people participate? So the first annual Sleep Out was launched to support our programming and also to just spread awareness of the experiences of those who are unhoused. The third Friday in February has historically been one of the coldest nights of the year, which is why it was chosen as the date for sleep out. Um, And it's always that night. It's always the third Friday in February. So this year we're actually hosting the eighth annual sleep out and the goals are the same as they were for the first sleep out. Um, The night starts off with testimonials from our guests and from our volunteers, and we also hold a moment of silence for those who have lost their lives to homelessness. It's important also, I want to note that those of us with housing will really never understand the trauma of experiencing homelessness, but this night really encourages us to just pause and to honor those who do. This year's Sleep Out is going to be located at 530 West Fullerton Parkway with the program starting at 7 p.m. and sleepers will be there until 7 a.m. on February 18th. So people can participate by joining us anytime throughout the evening, really anytime. We'll be there from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. They can help by donating, they can sign up as a sleeper, or they can do all three. So for anyone who is interested in more info, they can visit careforfriends.org backslash sleepout for any other details. What plans and goals do you have for Care for Friends in the future? So we're kind of in the middle of a big project at the moment. We, in collaboration with our partner, the Church of Our Savior, we're actually working on building a community center. So as we speak, we are renting space in Edgewater. And while that is happening, we are also working with COS to design and build a new community center in the space where we had been since 1968, that building really outgrew what it was able to sustain. It was pre-Civil War construction. So to say that it was time to tear it down and build a new center is definitely an understatement. (laughs) Um, So that's what we're doing. We are looking to have that building up and running by 2024. And when that happens, we will have the space needed to obviously continue the programs that we have currently and expand programming, really look at what else is needed in the community, how can we support that and provide and and create programs that do just that. You know, when you think about, for instance, the grocery delivery program, that was in direct response to, okay, these students have hot meals through Chicago public schools, but they're really struggling with getting grocery support. 
So that's why we created the delivery program. And that's just what Careful Friends does, constantly looking at, okay, what are the needs in the community and how can we support that? And when we have that community center, that will really position us to be able to do just that and more. And we'll also continue our presence in Edgewater. So just making sure that that we're still continuing the support that we offer currently in Edgewater. What's the best way for those listening right now to help care for friends, as well as help people experiencing homelessness around the Chicagoland area? They can absolutely volunteer with us. We have consistently open volunteer opportunities. And honestly, since the pandemic, you know, we just don't have as many volunteers as we once did. So we're always encouraging people to volunteer for a variety of our programs. If people like cooking, they've got a place at Care for Friends. If they like talking, if they can be part of the social support program. If they want to help out with the foot clinic, the screening clinic, clothing, we also offer toiletries. There's just a whole range of things that folks can come through our doors and help out immediately. It's a really low barrier for volunteers to step right in and hit the ground running. So that's really a major way to get involved and to, to help get involved with the work of addressing homelessness and, and food insecurity. We also have presence on all the main social platforms. TikTok is our newest one. Very exciting. We just started that, I think, two weeks ago. So we're on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. So we encourage anyone to follow us on those and like what we're posting. We also have an auxiliary board. So if anyone is looking to kind of expand their network and get involved with the work that we're doing, definitely reach out about uh, the possibility of joining our auxiliary board and also donating. You know, they can easily donate just by going to our website and click the Donate Now button because that'll support all of the work that we're doing. Thank you so much, Hope, for talking to us this morning. Our guest this morning has been Hope Pavich, Executive Director of Care for Friends. For more information or to contribute to their mission, visit careforfriends.org. That's C-A-R-E-F-O-R-F-R-I-E-N-D-S dot org. That's our show this week. Thank you for listening. I'm Kara Hernandez. Hubbard Helps is powered by Hubbard Radio, making a difference in Chicago.